Welcome to the Go-To-Market Mindset with Michael Gordon, where we talk about all things related to sales, business development, and personal growth. If it's about high performance, we want to take a deep dive into that. And to do that, we'll be talking with some of the sharpest minds in all the land. But don't get too comfortable because we're going to be getting you out of your comfort zone. The Go-To-Market Mindset is brought to you by Sandler Training in Calabasas and me, Michael Gordon. We work with growth mining companies that know sales is never about price and believe that salespeople have rights. For more information, visit gordon.sandler.com. Welcome to the Go-To-Market Mindset. I'm here with Chris King, CEO of Status Flow and author of soon-to-be-released book, Renegotiate Your Existence. <laughs> right. Thank you. It's good to be here. So, uh, renegotiate your existence, unlock your impossible life. And yes, you're right. That is almost here. Uh, I got to get one more piece over to the artist and we'll, uh, we'll go to print in a couple of weeks. That's great, Chris. Congratulations. And want to hear about that in a minute, but I, I really appreciate you coming on the show. We obviously talk a lot about business, about sales, but we know in the sales training world, that growth happens through mindset. And obviously the technique part is part of it, but you know, what's in between our ears is always the biggest part. So when we met, I thought you would be the perfect person to have on the show. So I have an idea, I have an idea of what you do, but for the folks who are out there that aren't exactly familiar with you, who aren't exactly familiar with status flow and just kind of changing your mindset in general, maybe you could walk us through what it is, what you do, how you do it, and who you do it with. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. You know, we um, I, I started this little organization uh, because I was living a life that was really out of alignment. And I won't go through the whole history, but, you know, and, and this goes all the way back to my childhood. And, and even as an adult, one day I woke up and I realized, look, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a great career and people that I like and all this kind of stuff. And somehow things were still missing. And, and there was a lot of misery even in, in the success. And so I, I decided I needed to completely reinvent my life. And so I, uh, I tried a couple of different things. I went into radio broadcasting for a while. So I, I basically ditched a six-figure career to, to make $12 an hour part-time and uh, you know, had to figure out how to survive on that. And, um, but eventually I got to the point where I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And it was all about living in alignment. You know, everything that, that I got going on up here and everything I got going on in here and how do I put that in service in a direction of something that really means something and feels good? And, um, and so I learned how to do it. And now we're training other people in how to do this for themselves. How do you get the life that you have always imagined, whether business, personal, otherwise, or both? And, um, and how do you get there five times faster than you thought, than you, thought you could? Well, that's what we're doing. Got it. And, and that's interesting. So you know, I won't ask you for the se- all the secret sauce here, but High level, Chris, what is it that you do? And again, I don't want you to disclose all the secrets, but what is the key to, to changing, to helping people change, to accelerating that, that road to the perfect you, the perfect life that you want? Well, you know what? That's a great question. You, there, there are a lot of things, right? But you hit on it right when you, when you open the show. It starts with mindset. You know, The reality that somebody is living in right now is the result of a system. And if you understand what that system is, you can hack it and you can recode it to an entirely new reality. Now, here's the thing. This is not some woo-woo hippie nonsense. We're talking about neuroscience 101 here. Okay. So the roadmap is very simple and I'll give it to you. It's that every, it starts with the operating system in your head. Everybody has one, just like a phone or a computer has an operating system. So does a person, we call it a belief system. 
Now that system has been running since you were about six years old and you're the one that coded it for yourself. So the system generates every single thought you have. And as soon as you have that thought, you then experience it as a feeling. Feelings then drive actions and actions produce results. Now here's the weird part. The results that we produce are unconsciously pre-designed to validate the system that started it all up in here. So it's a feedback loop going around and around. And if you understand what that loop is and how it's working, you can hack it and recode it and create a new one with a new result. That sounds pretty deep. And let me... <laughs> <laughs> I try to make it as simple as I can, you know? Yeah, I know. So... Are the you mentioned six years old? Are we talking about the kind of the life scripts that we recorded from our, our parents as you know, children growing up? And I asked that because Sandler's pretty big on transactional analysis and life scripts. So I know there's a lot of different schools of thought on it. Yeah, I mean, it's as a child, we all witnessed events that would happen in the physical world and we would interpret those events and give them the best meaning we could. And this became call it your worldview, right? This is this is the reality of the world that I live in. This is truth. This is fact, right? But really, it's so little of what we experience in this world is truth or fact. It's our understanding and our perception of what is going on and how we have validated that perception since the time we, we created that meaning around it. And so the opportunity, and this is the hard part, uh, is to challenge what you think is real and challenge what you think is true. Now, Here's how this produces a reality. And I'll give you a, a perfect example of what we're talking about here. In, in the 1900s, in the early to mid 1900s, the world was obsessed with seeing if a human being could run a mile in under four minutes. And the best science at the time said that if you actually pull this off, it'll probably kill you. Well, in 1954, Roger Bannister ran the first sub four minute mile. After decades of people thinking it's impossible and, and trying to make this happen, his record lasted a whopping 46 days. Somebody else beat him because all of a sudden in our minds as a collective, it became real. It became possible. And so once it becomes possible in your mind, then it can become possible in the real world. So not the other way around, you know? Um, it's a great line in a movie, The Princess Bride, where uh, the, the two main characters are talking and she says, you know, nobody's ever, uh, he says, we're not going to survive this. And he says, you're only saying that because no one ever has, right? <laughs> <laughs> but what if you're wrong? It's just a thought, nothing more. It's just a thought. You change your thinking, you change your reality. I love that example because it's so relatable and it's very hard for people to dispute that. So let me ask you this question, and it may just be an opinion question. Is this, and I, I certainly don't want to take away from you, is this something that people can do on their own, or is this something that people need help, people need coaching to overcome? It, it's going to be very difficult to do this on your own because it requires a huge helping of accountability, not just like the kind of accountability where you say you're going you're gonna to be somewhere where you say you're going to, right? I mean, accountability in terms of you are 100% responsible for everything you think, feel, and experience in this world. And that's really hard to do. Now, the other thing is that people hang on very tightly to their beliefs. Uh, earlier, uh, I mentioned that the, that the reality that we produce is unconsciously pre-designed to validate the system that started that loop, right? Well, there's a reason for this. It's usually organized around safety right? I need to prove that the world of my understanding is accurate because if it's not, that is threatening to me, right? And my ancestral brain, 
because we need to feel like we understand the world. I mean, imagine, look at the matrix, right? Great. Another great movie. So the matrix was what it was. And, and uh, Keanu Reeves as, as uh, Anderson thought the world was what it was, but when he came into the quote unquote real world, it was terrifying. He was in like this, you know, pod thing with tubes hooked up to him and got flushed down a thing. And like, you can't live thinking that you don't understand the world in which you live. It, it creates what we call a heightened threat response, right? Fight or flight. So that's no way to live. You can't navigate life that way. So you need to understand, you need to think, oh yeah, I understand what this is. This is how this works. Now I feel safe. Generally speaking, people feel safer and more comfortable in an awesome, re in, in a terrible reality that they are familiar with and understand than they are in a fantastic reality that they've never been in before and they don't understand. It's that ingrained to us to maintain the status quo. And you can break through that if you're willing to let go of the constructs of what you think is real. That makes a lot of sense. So maybe if we talk specifically about your work and the kinds of things that you do with business leaders and companies, what does that look like as far as kind of a, a hands-on thing? And maybe more importantly, what are you know, what are the kinds of results you see? What are the things that transpire during engagement with you? Yeah, you know, there are, our process, uh, you know, the, and, the, and the initial conversation is very simple. It's, it's really, you know, three questions. What do you want? When do you want it? What's stopping you from getting it, right? That's, that's really kind of where we, we start that conversation. And again, you know, we're, we're sort of like a systems engineer, right? You know, you, if we know what you want, when you want it, and, and some of the things that are in your way, we can design a program to disrupt all the patterns. Now, this is where we come in and that's, you know, we're, we're very skilled when it comes to pattern recognition, when we understand what are the un unconscious psychodynamics that are driving this reality and how do we get in there and decode and recode this stuff. Um, if anybody tells you, I know what you should do. Yeah, that's not what we do. It's, we're not in the advice business, right? Because right. everybody has their own answers. They're the ones that created their own reality, which means they're the ones that can recreate, uncreate, you know, I'm going to make up words here, um, or completely reinvent a new one, but they need to do it in their own way. And so, so something in working with us is going to do two things. Number one, it's going to shine the light on what's, what's going on in your world. What are the patterns running? Where are those patterns running? How did they get started? And how do you disentangle all that stuff? The second thing we're gonna do is we're gonna train everybody in what we call flow. Now, this is where stuff gets really cool. What athletes call being in the zone is a, uh, it's this optimum state of consciousness where you feel your best, you perform your best, you're never stressed out. And this is all driven by your own natural neurochemistry. So if you can set the conditions in your organization, in your life, you can produce what we call flow states, right? That you can get into the zone. And in doing so, your creativity goes up, your innovation goes up, your stress levels go down, your speed goes up. And all of a sudden you're making the impossible a reality in about one fifth the time that you thought it would take. Interesting. So let me ask this. If somebody is an in, just an individual contributor, individual contributor, at a company, are they going to be hampered by an unsupportive management team, or maybe not even unsupportive, but 
I guess a management team that isn't on the same page with the same goals as that individual. Yeah, an individual is going to be sabotaged by everyone and everything that's currently in their life and currently has an established what I call dance. You know, you have a dance that you do with everybody in your life that you've had that's been in your life for a few weeks, a few months, even, right? And then you talk about somebody that's been in your life for a few years. You have your dance. You do this and they do that. And they say this and you say that. And it's the dance, it's this pattern, right? Well, the second you start doing something new, anybody in your world is going to try and suck you back into the old dance. And so, and they're not doing it consciously, right? So you have to understand, okay, I'm doing something new and new is uncomfortable for the brain. So people don't like new. We don't want new. We fear change, right? Um, so the idea is how do we make this comfortable enough to make this happen? Um, so people will try and sabotage, but it's not it's not done with malevolence or anything. It's just, they're trying to maintain the status quo. That's, you know, people are very invested in maintaining the status quo, even when they think they're not. Got it. And, and so let's look at it from the other way. When a company has some idea, some vision of achieving this flow state and they think, Hey, this is something our organization can do top down. And there's people beneath them that aren't on board. How does, you know, how does that manifest itself? And what's, I guess, the answer possible resolutions for, I guess, non-believers or people that aren't on the same page? <laughs> well, it's, it's tough to not believe in, sci in the best science of the age, right? You know, even, even if the science sounds crazy. Um, I, I, about, I'll I, tell you all, I, it's hard to disagree with that, but I see it all the time. Oh, sure. Love it. And, and look, you know, and that's why we say, look, I, you know, at, at Status Flow, we have a heart-centered science-backed approach. You know, I mean, we're very passionate. We care about our clients. We love them. They love us. And everything is actual. Like we, you know, there's two things that, that this organization doesn't do, quit and fail. You know, it's just that, that, that's where we draw the line. So if there is somebody in an organization and, and they're, and you're, you know, you're kind of, astute when it comes to this, there, there usually is somebody, it's around 10%. One out of 10 people when we work with a team is just not having it. And, um, and, and I don't, you know, being a man of my generation and, and how I'm wired, I'm not really interested in that person. So they can either get on board with my program or they can get the hell out of my room, right? Because the organization has decided this is what we're doing. All right, look, you know, this will probably sort of auto-regulate itself because when we're really kicking ass and feeling good and having a party while achieving amazing impossible goals, this person's just going to get left behind. So, you know, they can get on board with this and have a good time with us, or they can just get out of my room. I, I like that. that. That's a pretty simple answer. Here's one question I, I really like to ask. What is one thing, one thought, one challenge that you would like to propose to people out there listening? What is one thing that you'd like to really challenge them on as far as what their thoughts or their feelings or their, or their beliefs are? So the, the one thing I would suggest that people start doing is advocating for what it is they want, whether you're an individual or whether you're a team, whether what you want is business or personal or whatever, because here's what happens. People say, man, I really want to go on vacation. Yeah, I can't. Now is not a good time. I have to do this. I have to do that. Or maybe somebody's in a really lousy relationship and they can't leave. You know, well, I have kids and I can't do this and I can't get out because of that and whatever. People will actively advocate for the status quo. And, and there's a great quote, and I don't know who I stole this from or where, but it says, if you advocate for your limitations, you get to keep them. So what I'm offering is start advocating for the thing that you want. I understand that there are reasons that you think you're being prevented or stopped. 
But again, I go back to what I said earlier. It's logical. It makes perfect sense. And what if you're wrong? What if there is a way you can move the needle? What might be something you could do? Start playing in the fantastic and the ridiculous, right? It's what I call banana world. Go out into a banana world that's just ridiculous. It doesn't exist. This is like cartoon physics, right? And start coming up with ridiculous things that you would never actually do to advocate for how you might be able to make something happen. Now, I'll give you what I'm talking about. I was working with a client. She's a, um, she's a CFO at a tech company, and she was really stuck in her personal life and in the house and, and had kids and, a, and a, a really rocky, if not failing marriage at the time. And here's all the reasons why she couldn't leave that situation, why she couldn't improve her life. And I said, okay, look, what is, let, let's go to banana world, right? This is a world that doesn't exist. <laughs> I, and, I, love, I love that term. It's, it's my favorite, one of my favorites anyway. Um, but let's go to banana world. And, and this is a world where there are no rules. There are no laws. I mean, nothing is off the table, right? And, and this can be a lot of fun. Now, here's what happens. Because it's so fun and entertaining, because we start saying a lot of goofy stuff, it changes the neurochemistry. It literally changes how the brain is functioning, which starts to open up doors. So here's what I said. I said, okay, you're, you're in this house, in this situation with this person, and you don't want to be there anymore. What is one thing you could do? Not that you would actually do it, but what is one thing that if you did it, you would no longer be living in that house, in that situation? And she fumbled in her chair for a second. And she said, okay, um, I could fake my death and move to Costa Rica. <laughs> yes, you could. If you, if you did that, you would not be in that house, in that situation anymore. True story. What's something else you could do, right? And all of a sudden, the idea started coming out. Well, as she kept going with more and more ridiculous ideas, they started to shift. They started to have viable components that maybe would be a step in the right direction that could move the needle a little bit or, or blow the rust off the bolt and get it, start getting it to turn, right? Why does this happen? Because it changes her neurochemistry. With one question and, and, and a little bit of humor, we completely changed the way her brain was firing and started open up, uh, opening up the doors to creative viable solutions. So that's the one thing. Advocate, even in the ridiculous ways of what might be a way you could move the needle. Wow, that is mind-blowing. And, and I don't say that lightly. I'm a big fan of mindset. I've been doing a lot of, spending a lot of time with it lately. How long does this neuro change take to happen? Well, it, I mean, it depends on the person. I mean, I can change somebody's neurochemistry with a word. I, I mean, literally, I, I can ask a question this way or ask a question that way. And I can tell, you know, here's what's going to happen in that person's brain from a neurochemical standpoint. If I say it this way, here's what's going to happen if I say it that way. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Go into somebody's office today and with something that you don't quite understand and ask them why. Walk right in and say, hey, you know, I got a question. Why'd you do this this way? And watch what happens. Then the next time you go in there and you don't understand something, go in there and ask it a different way. Remove the word why. Go in there and say, hey, can you help me with something? I don't understand this. Hey, you know, tell me more about this. Explain this to me. I'm not quite getting it. And notice the difference. When you go into somebody and ask them, why did you do this? It puts them on the defensive. It's an instantly adversarial question, even if you don't mean it to be. But if you go in and say, hey, can you help me understand something? It's a completely different neurochemical signature in that person's head, even though you're asking the same question, just in a completely different way. 
Interesting. And so, Chris, when you talk about changing the neurochemistry, I'm assuming that that's a long-term change that it needs to be something that lasts over time and not just something temporary. Yeah, to create sustainable change, it really does require a rewiring of the system in here. And there are ways that, that, to, that we know to do it literally. I, I, I just had a conversation yesterday and I explained something to the client and he's been able to make a change. Now he's been do, repeating a pattern for 42 years. Like that is a, just a way of interacting with the world. We were able to change that pattern in one conversation. I mean, he literally, uh, we had a conversation yesterday. He says, it's been two months and I'm just doing it the new way like that. Like, the sw- like we hit the switch, it just went off. But the way to do that, is not at all what you would think. I mean, it's, it's really kind of tricky, but, um, but it does take a lot of practice. Most of the time, it's going to take a lot of practice. It's going to take a lot of focus and intention and attention, and you can do it. And once you've done it for at least a few months, it typically becomes a sustainable change. So in our organization at Status Flow, we, we say, look, you know, you're going to work with us for six months minimum. After that, you know, we'll see. And um, most of our clients will extend for, for a little while after that. But I can produce sustainable change, you know, that, you know, people have been doing for decades, we can change that in six months. And so they, they're never doing it again. Pretty amazing. And so maybe a curiosity question here, does any of this stuff apply to bad habits like smoking or anything else like that? You know, that's, that's much more uh, my fiance's area. She's been in addiction, uh, a a therapist forever. Um, You know, that, and that's a different thing, you know, smoking, chemical dependency, things like that. Um, yes, of course, those can be changed. Uh, there is a different thing going on in terms of physiology. There's different stuff happening. Um, it does still start with mindset. So it is important that you have an integrated approach there, but this is not my area of expertise. So I don't get into, you know, I mean, people want to talk to me a lot about psychedelics or hypnosis, um, you know, and, and that's just not really really the areas that we get into, um, especially with the psychedelics. I mean, I know there's a lot of research going on with like PTSD. And and I think that there's a lot of alternative treatments. Like I know that they're having a lot of success with Ibogaine, for example, uh, for PTSD. And so I think we're going to see a lot more alternative modalities coming out over the next five years, 10 years. Okay. So just for clarification, you're you're not showing up to a client engagement with mushrooms. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. Didn't want to have the wrong expectations for anyone out there. So no, no, yeah, not, not really our jam. I mean, I'm happy right. to talk to you about that stuff, but we're not going to do anything. And, I, and I'm right. not going to tell you it's a good idea. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just, I'm just say here's what's happening. Here's what I know. You know, whatever. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Chris, maybe now we can talk about your book a little bit. I'd love to hear about it. It's everything you said is absolutely fascinating. I'm interested to hear what's. What's between the pages? Well, I'm, I'm really excited about this. You know, I, uh, we, I, I've been threatening to write a book, well, I guess for decades when I, when I think about it, you know, several different books over the years, you know, I've kind of, I've, I've thought about this one came through and, and initially I thought, well, I'm going to, I'm going to write a book as a marketing piece. But when I, when I sat down to write it, um, you know, with, with my co-writer, 
it actually became like what I would call a real book. And, and then I, and, and I joke with, uh, with my partner now, I was like, I, I, I made the mistake of starting to care about it. And so, <laughs> um, so now what ended up happening is I wrote something I'm really proud of and I'm really excited about. And it has case studies and stories of clients that we've worked with about how they have completely changed their lives. You know, they've changed their businesses, they've changed their lives. So when we came up with the title and it was my, it was my partner that, that, that I think he's the one that wrote those words. And I was like, that's the title. And it, because it is about renegotiating your existence in this life on this earth. Um, and, and it's, it is a, um, a co-created effort that you have with whatever energy that you align with, right. If you, with it, with God or spirit or universe or your soul, or, you know, or just the people in your life. But again, we, we have that heart-centered science-backed approach and here's, here's the proof and here are the tools. Here's how they work. Here's, here's why they work in terms of you know, psychology or neuroscience. And if you employ this, you're basically guaranteed to make changes in your world. And even when those changes are impossible or fantastic, well, they're not impossible. I mean, I live in a town where people pay about $26 for avocado toast. So don't tell me your crazy idea is crazy. All right. <laughs> I love avocado toast. Don't get me wrong. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a big fan. I'm a California guy. So I, I mean, I'm probably tapping out at $20. Though, so 26 <laughs> does sound a little crazy. So who is this book for? And I'm, and I mean, I'm sure it's would be great and beneficial for everyone. But if you were to say, here's, the person I wrote this book for, what is, and you know, I don't want to exclude people from your audience, but you know, tell me about that. I, I, I would say how, I would even ask the question a little bit differently. I would say, as opposed to who's the book for, it's when does somebody pick this book up? And it usually happens where they are in their mid to late thirties, maybe early forties. That's when the light comes on. They're like, you know, something's missing. You know, I mean, I've, I've done everything. I've, I've, I, I went to school and I, and I got the degree and I got the job and I got the partner and I got the house and I got the kids and the cars and the vacations and I checked all the boxes, but now what? Like what? There's something off. And, and as one of my teachers said, if it seems like there's something missing from your life, it's probably you. And so if there is somebody out there that wants more of themselves in their life, this is the book for them. That resonates. And I, I, I wish I had heard that a, a, a couple of years ago, because uh, that would have been just the right time for me. But Chris, this has been an incredible time spent together. I, I know I want to learn more. I'm going to read the book. How can the folks out there get in touch with you? Yeah, go to our website and thank you. Um, I mean, I, I love talking about this stuff. I mean, I, I joke about it. Getting me to talk about it is, is, is really easy. Getting me to shut up. Now that's that's the real trick. So, um, but the, the website is statusflow.net. Uh, there's information about me uh, the, and, and the organization and the programs that we have. And of course my staff, then uh, you can get us on Instagram as well. We have, a, we have an Instagram feed that people that are good at social media do. So I don't have any responsibility for that. <laughs> so it's at the status flow. And that's, that's the best way to get a hold of us. You can DM us there. Or, um, and somebody told me that we start, we need to start getting on TikTok. And I was like, okay, well, you just tell me what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see if we get that going. <laughs> yeah. TikTok. I've, I've heard of it. Right. 
<laughs> little yeah. platform, some kind of video thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that almost got kicked out of the United States and right. through what happens. Right. I asked Am I going to have to paint my face up with makeup? Does that need to happen? Like, whatever. I'm just going to do what they tell me, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think it's where you show off your dance. That's, that, that's oh, that'll be a sight, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a person out there that wants to see me dance. Well, awesome, Chris. Thank you again for coming on today. Really good stuff. And you know, we'd love to reconnect with you Look down the line once the book comes out and you're a famous published author and see, see what's new with you. Well, thank you so much. It, it should be out in a couple of weeks. So, um, so yeah, we're really excited. So thank you so much. Yep. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for listening. I hope you got as much out of this as I did. To find out more about how we work with companies to help them grow sales more profitably and predictably, please check out gordon.sandler.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.